missed you guys. We missed you. We missed you. We even said that quite a few times in the last episode. I haven't heard that yet since it's not out. So yep. I'll look forward to hearing that. It's good to be back. Let me put this thing over here. I don't have my notes as ready as I would like, but <laughs> Paul, how are things going with the job? Fine. It like I keep telling people, I, it's a job I don't have to care about. Good. I show up, I throw some packages on some porches and take pictures of them and I go home. <laughs> it's everything I want in the job. Pay could be pay could be a little bit better, but I'm I'm making roughly about the same money that I was on that route that I had. Yeah. Did you get a new computer, Paul? Uh, no, I'm shooting with my phone because my laptop died. Oh, that's okay. Uh, so so I'm recording with a nicer mic. I'm shooting Ooh. with my phone as a webcam. Everything's just so sexy. It's it's a much I. Uh. So until this this new Google this new Google Pixel came out, I had the best cell phone camera on the market, mm. and that's why I like Google Pixels because their cameras are fucking amazing. They are. Yeah. They're really fucking good. So, so <laughs> yeah. it it just kind of worked out. Yeah. Cool. Good. 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 All right, let's do this. All right. So we're we're doing an awkward intro now. Yeah, we can awkward intro in now. Okay. I that feel pretty good. awkward. Ah! Oh my god! What oh, was shit. that? What? It's is that Zach? I'm back. He's back, back from pages. back from the banishment, self banishment. I don't know. It, <laughs> I it was something. You have I a good you have a good hiatus. It. it I was uh, transported metaphorically, transcendentally through my spirit and regenerated and returned and yeah it was good but i feel like something's been missing and it's been this no no well we missed you a lot indeed we did though we did we did have some good guests yeah to help us along the way very exciting and entertaining episodes that's like oh they don't need me (laughs) (laughs) it's just nice to know we can get by without you if anything were to happen (laughs) But like, like I piss you <laughs> off and you decide to leave the podcast. Oh, well, no. Because we all know that's what's going to happen. No, we just recruit his wife at that point. <laughs> ah, I have a, a former coworker used to say if I got hit by a bus yesterday, that way, you know, it's in the past. It can't happen. But sure. Okay. Well, sir, since you were gone, since you were gone, it was in my head. Yeah. Now it's in mine. So thanks for that. Yep. Hey. <laughs> we got some questions for you. Oh, questions. I like yeah. questions. Well, you know, you were gone during the spoopy season, sir. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, we spooped spooping. all over the floor. Yep. Spooped everywhere. Face, neck, and chest. Yeah. I come back and you <laughs> guys are blowing up and Paul's all shark famous. and Right? Yeah. Right? Getting getting tweeted at by, by professional wrestlers. <laughs> Left Shark's got nothing on my boy. Yeah. That's right. But uh, while you Questions. were gone, we, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, what would uh, our guests, uh, horror movies that they think should have won Best Picture. Yeah. And, uh, you know, now that you're back, what do you think uh, you would have nominated? 
Hmm. I think the silence of the lamb should have won best picture. <laughs> <laughs> and it did. Hooray. Hooray. Um, let's see. Of course I have to go to my list here because my brain is nothing without reference points. <laughs> um, what won in 1960? Let's see. Uh, uh the apartment. The apartment. Oh, mm, oh. Psycho would have been worthy, but I love the apartment. Um, Ooh, that's mm, a good call. 1933. King Kong. What was 33 Cimarron or some crap like that? Let's see. Yeah, some crap like that. Yeah, it was. some. King Kong like should have won 1933. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me think of something a little more spicy. As Why a is dick. it so spicy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. The others. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Given a tease. Something that would have been nice. It was Cavalcade. Cavalcade won in 33. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely King Kong then. That's a a good choice there, sir. I'll go with that. Sounds good. Too many other things I could just list off, but yeah. And, you know, I think that's kind of a good segue into what we're talking about as far as the era. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Well, uh, what do you think your worst uh, would have been? Worst? Oh, God, now I can let me look at my list here again, because I know I have some stinkers on here. Do, do, do. What's the stinkiest horror film? The Others. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, look, I gave The Rage Carry 2 a 9 out of 100. <laughs> yes. Um, but let's see. I have Blood Rain 2. It's listed as a horror, apparently. Really? The Crow okay. Wicked Prayer. Is that the one with Edward Furlong? Maybe. Let me see. I, I hardly remember it. Um, yes. Dennis Hopper. Okay. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, that one was directed by Lance Mungia. It had David Boreanaz in it as the devil. David Boreanaz. Uli Lomel's uh, films. He did one on the BTK Killer, which just, they, they were all so bad. They just looked like really cheaply made TV movies. My parents <laughs> used to watch them, and I'd like, what are you guys doing? You could be watching better movies. Shriek if I know what you did last Friday the 13th. Anyway, I'm going to go The Rage Carry 2 to stay consistent with. God, that was one of my go to <laughs> movies. Like, I watched that movie a lot. I think it might have been the sex scene and the age that I was at the time. Mm. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I watched that movie a lot. It is bad. It is really bad. But it was, it was one of those movies that's just bad that you can enjoy it. Yeah. Right. So, all right. Well, hey, it's good to have you back, sir. I'm, I'm so glad to be back. I'm glad to see your faces, and it makes my heart swell. Well, let's the do this. Of- oh, don't. No. Oh, shit. Caitlin, <laughs> we need you to take <sighs> over. <sighs> all right. I'm all right. All right. Go, good, good. Well, let's do the thing that we do, and let's talk about a movie. Let's talk about a movie. Hello, you beautiful people out there in podcast land. My name is Paul Workman. I'm Jonathan Pierce. I'm Zach McCoy. 
And we are your Oscar Grouches. Welcome back, Zach, to the Oscar Worsty Podcast, the show where we discuss Oscar winners throughout history, try to determine where the Academy went wrong, if they went wrong, and what film are we watching this week, Zach? We're watching the film Sunrise from 1927, or A Tale of Two Humans, whichever you want to call it. And it's all about if you want to rejuvenate the love in your marriage, try to kill your wife and see what happens. That's the way it works. Sound advice. Yeah. Uh, Quick correction, A Song of Two Humans. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, And is this everybody's first time watching Sunrise, A Song of Two Humans? Yes. Yes. uh, Though I'd seen some clips when I took a film class in college, but I'd never seen the whole movie. And that's a yes for me as well. So Oscar firsties. Uh, And why are we watching Sunrise? Why are we? Because you picked this category. Oh, sorry, because I'm the king of the podcast. King of the podcast. King of the podcast. Uh, and this category is the best unique and artistic picture, which is a category that started at the very first Academy Awards. So strap in. Yes. Long haul. It's a big one. All right. So we're going to break uh, into an Oscar breakdown. Break it down. Uh, and Sunrise was... Nominated for, and of course, one best unique and artistic picture. I'm not going to do the full recap because you can go back and listen to our episode on Wings, our very first episode. You want to hear the full recap on this year's Academy Awards. So I'm just going to touch base on what Sunrise was nominated for and won. All right. Uh, It also won Best Actress, giving Janet Gaynor an Academy Award. All right. Uh, it won Best Cinematography, giving Charles Rocher and Carl Struss Academy Awards. Mm. It was nominated for Best Art Direction, but lost in a tie to The Dove and Tempest, both of which gave William Cameron Menzies Academy Awards. Nice. Okay. You say lost in a tie? Th- th- those two films won oh, in a tie. Oh, gotcha. Uh, so, yes, I'm sorry if my wording was poor. No, it was not. I keeping up and that's it four nominations three wins all right so i do have a question about the best unique or artistic were there other films in that category yes so this one best unique artistic picture against chang from paramount famous lasky and the crowd metro metro goldwyn mayor the king veter film okay Okay. i see that they gave the winners the it was the production companies? Yeah. And one and, of these? Yes, and it was the production companies for a few decades, I believe, mm. that would pick them up until they started giving them to the line producers. Sure. Okay. Well, let's talk about this movie. Let's talk about this movie. Um, So, like with Wings, I was a little worried because uh, Silent Pictures and me, you know, being mm-hmm. the... Uh, the filthy casual that I am going, ah, am I going to be bored? Am I going to be able to watch this? And I watched it after I took my kid trick or treating <laughs> downtown. So I was already tired. Um, I did not Jonathan during this movie. No, very oh, nice. Oh. Yeah. There you uh, go. I, uh, I enjoyed it. I love this movie. <laughs> it, it was a good movie. <laughs> it was very charming. Yeah. Um, it struggled a little bit for me personally with uh, things that I don't think you can avoid with this era of film. Uh, mm-hmm. Feeling like a lot of filler. 
um, that usually talking pictures will be able to handle because there's dialogue and you're able to kind of have that in there. So you're, you're getting a lot of, uh, uh, I don't want to say scenery shots, but like setting shots kind of putting you where Mm. they're at and getting a lot of those, but I don't think that it detracted, uh, from the movie at all. Right. Kind of was a little weird. The whole, uh, the, you know, starting with the boat and then they're at the city kind of thing. Cause where is this, what, what have they ever say? Like, what is this setting? Like, where is it at? Or no, it's essentially just supposed to be the country and the city. So it's, yeah, very nondescript. Sure. Anyway, all the uh, picture book. Zach, your first impressions of the film. So I um, sat down to watch this last night. Got cozy in a blanket, and unfortunately, did Jonathan a bit of it <laughs> at first, <laughs> but not because so much it was boring. It was just the the music was pleasant, and it put me in a place where I was just kind of nodding off but then i snapped to decided i wasn't ready for it last night so i watched it tonight much more alert and i i I don't love the first third of the film so much just because i I found it really hard to sympathize with the the main actor (laughs) i'd spend the entire movie that way yeah he's not a good person at all no (laughs) no point no um but then by the time we got to like the the carnival um or well once they got to like the pictures where they're getting the pictures done and then they went to mm-hmm. the carnival and dancing and everything that happens after there i was very entertained um so we'll come back to that a little bit but yeah mm-hmm. i, I liked it what were your first impressions oh i loved it i i think this film is charming i just had a great time watching it uh i was I was curious about the setup and where they were going to go doing that so early. And when the film decided to take me on the ride, I went for it. it mm. Yeah. Like from start to finish, I thought this was just a good film. Yeah. All right. Well, since Zach brought it up, let's go ahead and talk about the piece of shit uh, husband uh, for a little bit, who again, I don't think deserved the ending that he got. Um, Granted, the wife did not deserve to die at all, but I feel yeah. like that would have been the better way for the movie to go. Also, I was a little confused by did like did the kid die for a second, or was that nanny lady just crying really hard? <laughs> she was just crying. Really. <laughs> was she just crying because of the mom? Like, yeah. it, it just felt like it's like oh shit, the kid died too, and it. I was like, did I fucking did I fall asleep or something during a certain <laughs> point? Like, I know his kid got scared by the storm. Tree came through the window, and knocked. Yeah, him out. like <laughs> yeah. And then, because then, if you continue with that, because they don't really go further outside of you see them all kind of cuddling together at the end. I'm like, is that a dead kid that's laying <laughs> on her right now? Like, <laughs> so, thanks for clarifying that. But I, I, God, I just don't think he fucking deserved it. And, and the reason and it was one particular scene with the uh, when he's after he gets shaved, and there's you know that guy that's kind of flirting with his wife and everything, and he's and he brings out the knife, and you're like, okay, he's a bad person, like he's straight up threatening this guy with murder at this point. He's and always it, trying it, to kill somebody. Yeah, because yeah, because <laughs> it, it wasn't just like, hey, sir, what are you doing with my lady? No, it was like, motherfucker, I got a knife. It went, and this, yeah, it went straight to, I'm gonna cut your fucking throat out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so it was because of that. I was like, okay, you know, 
you, you can't forgive the fact that he thought about killing his wife, but you can at least go, the guy was down on his luck in every possible way. And here comes some flashy flapper who's willing to touch his peepee. Let's, you know, I, I could see where he's going with this, but, but then realizing, hey, I'm not that much of a shit stain. But then he, he is. He 100% is. So I, I just don't so, think he deserved that ending. I don't know if maybe I missed it or maybe it implied or could be inferred that perhaps he's probably like a World War One veteran. Maybe he's got some PTSD stuff going on and um, anger issues. I don't know. Could well, be. I know he had his like the the farm wasn't doing too good. Yeah. Like he had to sell the animals yeah. or something like that. But, yeah. And and the the woman he was seeing at the beginning and smooching with behind his wife's back was uh really like con- trying to convince him that he just needed to sell the farm mm-hmm. so he could have some money right yeah all classic uh classic americana stick with your um your core family and forget the wildlife and not as in animals but wild as in yeah and i mean <laughs> i mean we're still we're still in the midst of the roaring 20s and we haven't hit the uh the depression just yet so yeah yeah, yeah. So this is very much, very much in that like, hey, the uh, the bright lights can seduce you, but yeah, you, you're yeah. better off where you started. So yeah, where he is kind of a piece of shit. I I understand more the the allegorical nature of what they're trying to say than yeah, sure. I think my favorite thing about this movie though is like looking at it as a time capsule, like just all the city scenes and and mm-hmm. trying to kind of differentiate between what is set pieces and what might actually be city. I don't know how much of this they built. Cause I haven't really read about it. it they, uh, so I don't know how much they built in the opening, but everything in the city was built. Wow. That, that is insane. Wow. They built the, that city set for this movie and then just kept reusing it for other movies. Nice. Oh, <laughs> I, I definitely enjoyed city. the, uh, toy trains at the beginning of the movie though like and yes. it was just like the weird perspective that they had put on it like the trains were kind of very close to the camera very fast look like that they were next to it <laughs> so it was it was definitely some and then there was a few things that made me kind of go you know it's interesting how that they they did this back then with the tech that they had which was literally just scissors and stamps like <laughs> yeah it was like all right but, hey you wanted to get that like the the frames of the kind of hidden the the train going past while you actually have the other train going on the same frame and everything so it's like oh so they're literally overlapping film on top of each other yeah. it just kind of made me appreciate how they did things back then yeah that's uh like when they started doing the split screens mm-hmm. i my jaw dropped and i was like how are they doing split screens in 1927 apparently they were shooting on half of the film and mm-hmm. And then setting up the shot and then shooting on the other half of the film that they hadn't already shot on. So all those nice. split screens are done in camera. That it's is crazy. Wild as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Respect up. Yeah. And he's uh, apparently one of the earlier adopters of the uh, rear projection. Okay. Like in the one city scene where they're just walking through the traffic. And yeah. just walking in front of the rear projection screen. Like that's one of the earliest examples of that. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. This is, I can appreciate a, a lot of the things that they had done. Uh, just like I said, with the, with the tech that they had, where it's just literally just the camera that, that, that that's it. It was, yeah. and, and you can definitely see, you know, cause we're so used to, uh, 
the smooth camera movement, you know, because, you know, these guys got these body suits with these cameras a lot of the times too, where there's a gyrator on there. So it's not actually moving, but you can see like when they're panning body, down, body, you body. can see the actual shaking of the person who's holding onto the camera. So it's, 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 it's like, uh, Zach said, I enjoy the time capsule as uh, things that you can think of the movie, especially it, uh, the outfits people were wearing. Um, hmm. there's one particular one is like at the very beginning, it's like one of the most opening shots of, you know, they're bringing the boat to wherever it's going. And there's just a guy and it looks like, you know, he was on the set of newsies. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's not a costume. That's just what that fucking guy was wearing. That's right. Yeah. So. I, um, I, I'm fully on board this film winning for cinematography. Uh, although, you know, oh, yeah. wings was really good as well, but the, the storm solidified me being impressed with the film mm. that whole that whole scene onward uh, it's incredible and i'll say my absolute favorite part of this movie was the drunk pick <laughs> yes oh, yeah, slipping all over the place god and, damn it, it. and the close-up of its face is like Ooh. <laughs> that like five minutes of film is one of the i don't cinema's never topped it yeah. that's your hurry bubbles that's my hooray bubbles. My my review on this film on Letterbox is we haven't top drunk pig, and I don't know how we even try. <laughs> yeah, yep. very good. I think if I um if I would have changed something about this movie, I would have had a uh, dude drown and the wife survive. So that's where I thought they were going to go with it. I, I did too, especially when he started strapping the reeds to yeah. her. That yeah, that the. His, the home wrecker was like, you should make up this bundle of reeds so that you could float on while she's drowning. <laughs> which which I took as the logical conclusion to this story. Where but I guess it's, it's like not really fair to, coming to him. Yeah. And, and I, fair and to I leave the wife that. widowed, I guess, but yeah. But it's I, I feel like it's still not fair to her because I mean and, and this is I think a uh, an issue of the times, but just mm-hmm. her, her naivete throughout the entirety of the film like you know hey this dude like you know what he's been doing like yeah when he when he left when you you know you made bread and soup for the dude he was there and then all of a sudden gone and she knew exactly where he was going yeah i mean she was and, just like this is what's happening and it sucks what her mother is that who's living with them i don't fucking know I'm, i, I would guess it is yeah she's like he's out there getting some yeah <laughs> It's like, thank you, exposition mother-in-law, but uh, we're all cool with this. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. And, I, and if they are, why go to the lengths to kill her? I, it's, it's, I guess, worse to get a divorce than to openly have an affair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just in the twenties. But then you know, again, she—I don't want to say she immediately forgives him, but it just takes you know one terrific lady day to basically change her mind. <laughs> and. Uh, <laughs> She's like, all right, we're all cool now. Or even it was just like going on the boat ride. She was so fucking excited. He's just like, hey, you know, I'm getting some strange, but I feel like today's the day for you. (laughs) Oh, yay. Maybe it was the fact that he was able to catch the pig. That probably solidified it. You know, Uh, yeah, I mean, my loins were quite ready for him at that point. So, (laughs) yeah, that's that's a that's a test of true manliness right there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, What you got, Zach? Yeah, I was just going to say, it's it's a little hard to talk about. Um, this one was shorter than Wings. It's an hour and a half. Clocked in nice. Yep. Um, yeah, and it's uh, it's like really just a couple of scenes. Yeah. Yeah. The whole, the f- whole first act is 
meeting them and them setting up him murdering her. The whole second act is them falling back in love. And the whole third act is them trying to find her. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty simple. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and there's not, not even a lot of title cards, um, which we'll go ahead. Uh, uh, FW Marnow, uh, the director of the film hated title cards. Hmm. So he put as few of them as possible in this movie. Okay. Okay. So, and, and I also messed around with them a little bit. I was going to say, I like how he fucked with them too. Yeah. He's like, this one's going to (laughs) melt. Oh, I'm so crafty in German. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, anybody got any additional uh, notes on this one? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I think what we're going to do then is let's move on to our worsty judgments here. And oh, before ooh. before we get into that, I'm going to yeah. bring a segment back real quick. Ooh. National Film Registry. Hey, hey. We never talked about it for 1927 because we started doing it later. Sure. This film is in. Can you guess what year it went in? <sighs> I unfortunately I already know. I do oh. not. <laughs> All when, right, John. What was the first sport. year again? Was it 89? 1989's first year. 93. Zach's going to give us the year now. It was 1989, wasn't it? Okay. It was first class. First class. Nice. Yeah. And it goes in uh, other films from 1927. We get The Battle of the Century, Flesh and the Devil, Ooh. It, It, <laughs> The Jazz Singer, which is not a first class. Doesn't go mm. going until 1996. Mm. Uh, the Life and Death of 9413, a Hollywood extra. It's a short film. So it was Battle of the Century. Uh, Seventh Heaven, Stark Love, and Wings, the Best Picture winner, which doesn't go in until 1997. Weird. That, that is weird. Seven, what was it? Flesh and the Devil? Was that? Flesh and the Devil. And we're in that town. Yeah, I want to I want to click on this real quick. Let's see. <laughs> it's a Clarence Brown film based on the undying past by Herman Suderman. Ooh. Hmm. So there we go. All right. Well, then now let's go ahead and get into our worsty judgments. And I'm going to start off with Paul. If you would do me a favor, I don't, and I apologize if I'm throwing this at you. Okay. Were you able to kind of look up what this category meant? Um, so essentially, this was the more of a critic's pick, whereas like the best picture or best film, I think it was, give me a second. Let me get back to the first outstanding category. picture, I believe. Outstanding was. picture was more of like a outstanding. It, this this popular film category that they keep trying to introduce now this is this is kind of yeah. how how those okay. things worked um but yeah it it was just meant to be hey one for them one for them so mm-hmm. okay. uh, yeah this is the more critically lauded films whereas the other was more popular box office, office films yeah okay all right well then let's go ahead and kick off this category by asking Zach did this movie deserve best unique and artistic picture? Hmm. You know, I haven't seen the other two piece of shit. I haven't Let's seen. See. <laughs> um, the British film Institute in 2012 named it the fifth best film in the history of motion pictures. Good Lord. Mm-hmm. Wow. I don't know about that. 
I'm going to have to say maybe. <laughs> okay. Sure, why not? Okay. Um, I'm going to say yes. Absolutely, this movie deserves Best Unique and Artistic Picture. Um, I haven't seen the other two. So, by default, yes. <laughs> uh, but other than that, I enjoyed the shit out of this movie. I really did. Um, outside of the, you know, script issues that I have, or not even mm. script issues, just story issues that I have. Um, cause I don't think, I don't feel like villains deserve uh, redemption all the time. And the husband was the villain. Yeah. So, and this is pre code, right? So there's no, yeah. yeah, there's no saying, Hey, he has to get his comeuppance. Yeah. So, right. but, but with that, yeah, absolutely. This movie does deserve best unique and artistic picture. Paul. Um, I think so. I, I think this is a fantastic movie. It it did a lot to push cinema artistically uh, as a visual medium. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful film. It's sweet. It's charming. It has a drunken pig in it. Yeah, I, I don't. There's. I honestly don't think there's anything wrong with this movie. No. Um, and I do like the crowd. The crowd. The crowd is an excellent film, and I need to see Chank. So, all right. Well, uh, and I'm sure we all started a list. I know I did for this one. Next mm-hmm. question. I did. I, I just posted mine up just now. Uh, but Zach, mm-hmm. um, is this the worst best unique and artistic picture? Is this the worst? I'm reading here that the original 35 millimeter negative was destroyed in the 1937 Fox Vault fire. Mm-hmm. Good, because this is the worst. Best unique and artistic. or artistic. It, it, it's yeah. it's absolutely the worst. There's no denying it, and it's good that it was burnt. Yeah. Good. Um, man, yeah, this is absolutely the worst best unique and artistic picture. I I have to agree with you. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's there is going to be a worst best unique yeah. and artistic no, picture. I don't like, see it's, how it's going to be hard to beat that. Like this is what yeah. I'm saying. So yeah, uh, Paul. Yeah, this is absolutely the worst. Um, if if we come across one that's worse than this category, I'd be shocked. Jaw on the floor. No, no, yeah, just I'd sell my house for a dollar. All yeah. right. Yep. All right. Well, gentlemen, John, I think it's time for our roundup for our best uniques and artistic pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. We gotta we gotta rank them now, don't we? Yeah. Oh we man, let's mm-hmm. let's do our, our top fives. I or our bottom fives first. Sure. Yeah. Bottom uh, five. Yeah. Yeah, Zach. Do you want to give your bottom five? Um, they're all sunrise. I mean, it's gotta be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, yeah. If we're just going to go ahead and snake this, then, uh, sunrise, it it, it really, there's no point in coming up. There's no competition. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's just just say sunrise. It's going to fill the block. Yep. So Paul, uh, here, I'd like to, I'd like to read out my list if that's all right. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So my number five was sunrise. Uh, my number four, uh, now this might, this might shock you guys. So be prepared. Uh, it's sunrise. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay. My number three. And I know we had quite a lengthy debate during this episode, but, uh, it was sunrise. Oh shit. Yeah, that's an interesting choice. <laughs> now, number two, I, I was thinking of putting a different thing at number two because, uh-huh. you know, we had, we had taught, we had had some pretty good conversations on some other stuff. Uh, but, uh, it went, it's sunrise. Oh, that oh. means, that means you're. Bottom yeah, my is, number. Yeah, yeah, my number one sunrise. Oh, wow. interesting. That's yeah. I guess yeah, we're I mean, all in agreement then. Yeah, yeah. I, I, 
can't believe it, but it's the worst, best, unique, and artistic picture. Sunrise. Sure. sure. Damn. Uh, All right. Um, well, let's go ahead and uh, give our top ones. And, you know, just for the sake of the fact this fucking bit is going to go on for forever. Uh, <laughs> what was your number one, Zach? My number one? Sunrise. I mean, it's got to be, oh, yeah. you know. Wow. I, I knew you liked that one. Was, I didn't realize it was that high. It, it, yeah. I, you know, I thought about it for a little bit, but, you know, like like you said earlier, it it uh, pushed cinema forward. It's got so many. No, I didn't even talk about the editing. It's so well edited. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it, it really is. Uh, kudos to, you know, like Jonathan said, out there with your scissors, cutting up the film and yep. pasting it together and. Yeah, it's it's so good. It's it's sunrise. Jonathan. Right. Uh Braveheart. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> like we knew that. Uh but no, uh Sunrise was my number one. Oh uh, sweet. Oh no, yeah. Good it pick. actually beat out Braveheart. Um yeah, like everything you said, and then Paul uh reminded me of the drunk pig. It, I don't see how anything could have been above it yep. at all. Yeah. yeah. Uh Paul. Well, my number one is slipping and sliding up there like a drunken pig. It's sunrise. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't believe we're all in agreement. Both. Wow. I, I I guess this is a pretty cut and dry category. Yep. I can't believe that it ran for all of uh, this one year. Well, the whole of the first year. Yep. And then uh, a bunch of producers were like, uh, <laughs> if we have two best picture categories, that kind of diminishes the other one. So let's get yeah. rid of this one. <laughs> Fair enough. Now it looks like I get to keep my house. So that's good. Oh, good. I, I had that dollar ready. <laughs> there you go. Oh, Paul, two house workmen. <laughs> <laughs> All your shark money. <laughs> Well, I am going to say I am happy that the king of the podcast picked a, a damn good category for us to cover this time. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really happy this film was so much fun to watch. Yeah, I, yeah, it would have sucked if this movie sucked, or it would have been it, entertaining either way. Oh, I mean, one, I one way or the yeah. other. <laughs> uh, well, you know, king of the podcast, but now that this is coming to an end, to cue up your favorite song there. Where's your crown, King? Nothing, because. <laughs> because <laughs> it's done it's i actually done. thought of a really fun meme the other day oh yeah that i should have posted it was like every time i see my wife bend over i turn it into james hetfield yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right well guys this has been fun but i think we are going to go and call it here my name is jonathan pierce you can find me on the twitter twitch the tiktoks and I think I already said Twitch at Altorn underscore Occam. Zach, where can we find you again, buddy? Oh, if you're looking for me, you better look under the sea because that is where you'll find me. Um, underneath on... <laughs> the sea. Underneath the Critiker at Zachmaster, <laughs> X-A-K-K-M-A-S-T-E-R. TikTok at House Havoc and Letterboxd by searching my name, Mr. Workman. Uh, you can find me at Father of the Fear across the platforms of Twitter and Letterboxd, where I'm doing a running tally of all the films that I watch. And um, I actually watched stuff. And now I should have had my Letterboxd ready to go because my phone my phone is now my, While you're my looking, webcam. Yeah. Oh, cool. I can mention the two films <laughs> that I managed to watch while I was gone. I finally watched Hereditary, which I was going to do, and I did Ooh. that. And then um, I started very late. I started Whiplash. I'm about two thirds of the way through. So I haven't seen the ending yet, but I'm going to finish that tomorrow. Okay. Good 
god it's so fucking good that movie yeah. just tries to beat braveheart every time i watch it <laughs> stresses me out a little bit but i like it oh god so good so good uh i watched bros, bros. <laughs> how was that i keep it, wondering it was a lot of fun oh good good i, I was hoping it was billy eichner is hilarious and yeah. that film is a lot of fun and I think everyone should watch it. It's one I plan to see. I just, it's, that's not the type of movie I generally go to the theater to see. Yeah. I don't enjoy the backlash it's been getting about uh, the whole uh, straight guys don't want to go see this movie thing that they mm-hmm. kind of released, but I get what they're saying. Yeah. But straight guys don't generally want to go see heterosexual romantic comedies most of the time either in theaters. So, yeah. I mean, not to generalize, but generalize. So I, it's definitely what I plan to see, but mm. when it hits VOD. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Zach, what are we watching next week? Well, you've, you've hinted at it in the past episode, but we're launching into our next category. <gasps> the beautiful best animated. Is it best animated feature? Is that feature, how it's? Yeah. Yep. yeah. So that means we're watching Shrek. Let's get Shrek, baby. Yeah, it's going to be a Shrekking good time. <laughs> Which is on TBS or TNT? <laughs> Right. It's listed right. here on the watch list. Like, yes. Yeah. Or, you know, if you don't have cable, who because who has cable anymore, uh, you can rent it on Amazon. It's on Hulu, Peacock, uh, Redbox, Voodoo, YouTube. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, Lots wow. of good things. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Then we would also like to thank our producer, Trav, from our sister podcast, Leveling Up of Benjamin Banks, for producing the show. We'd like to thank Chad Ramsey for our most excellent theme song. We'd like to thank Megan and Jay Bellevue for our beautiful artwork. You follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Oscar Pod and on Facebook at The Oscar Risty Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. It really helps us to be seen in the almighty algorithm. Almighty algorithm. Ooh. And when you look out on the water and you're looking for your wife, you go, because that's how you yell. I enjoyed the shit out of those uh, horns showing the calls. Like, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't bring it up earlier. Oh, yeah. And I also forgot to say this is uh, like the first film that had synced score on it. Oh. Speaking of which, it's so that was interesting uh so for jonathan zach and joseph tapia who's running shark dressed wind with me because i forgot to mention it in my socials we would like for you all to have a damn fine day my phone just popped up with a flood warning get your boat <laughs>